Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack, Nintendo Shack 179, that will focus all about Indie World, April 2021. For you uh, live folks that always follow us each and every week, I apologize for the late start. I'm feeling a little under the weather, so if you hear me cough during the show, that's why. I'll try to keep it together. I'm joined, as I am each and every week, by the Rebecca and the Blandest Explosion, Mr. Garrett. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How are you guys? I'm doing okay. Good. Busy week. Long, busy week. Yeah. It is a very, very busy week. And uh, with that, we have some some house cleaning to announce. So starting May 10th, the PSVG Master Feed will stop publishing episodes from our, from our shows each week. Um, it wasn't a decision that was made lightly. It's just that the majority of the traffic that we've had over there for the last five years has fallen off. And it, I mean, it, it's, it's very apparent that they've moved to the satellite feeds, the standalone feeds. Um, we're probably doing 10% of our listenership over there. And to be quite honest with you, if we're only doing 10%, Garrett raises his hand. Yep. <laughs> and I don't want to say that you're listening, you know, like, and I know Grouchy, there's a few folks that are upset to hear this news, but that 10% isn't worth not just the money to, to do it, but really the time that it takes for the podcast managers to double post every show. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a one-time thing. They're doing it every time we post a show. So we're basically doing double the work. So um, it is it is, it is is more about the investment. The investment just isn't really worth it if we have our satellite feeds. So um, I, I'm not going to make any promises, but the plan is I'd like to migrate that feed to a free service. So at least it can be hosted like archive. So you can just have it. Um, you may need to research for it. You may need to resubscribe to it. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't got that far. Um, but I'm, the hope is that those episodes will just remain, you know, just out there on the internet. I don't know. Like if I screw it up and it just all gets deleted, then it all gets deleted. I can't help you there. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So May 10th. So you have a few weeks. So we've already tweeted about it. I will definitely step up the tweet game, um, as we get closer. But, um, hopefully every show going forward, we at least kind of remind everybody like, Hey, May 10th, just the master feed. If you listen to us, just the Nintendo Shack feed or anything else, um, all of our feeds you can find separately. You can either look for the show name or you can literally just pull up your podcast player and you can type in PSVG and all of our shows will pop up. Mm-hmm. So there really isn't really a need for the master feed anymore. Um, Makes sense. Search, search engine optimization has come a long way since we started this thing six years ago. So I just sub to all individual now. It's there, you all good. there you go. There you go. Easy solution. Um, the second announcement that I wanted to make specifically for patrons is today, our good friend over there, Sean Capri, had you, me, and Capri Day, mm-hmm. which came with a couple announcements. Most notably, the cat is out of the bag that Sweet Hangs dropped today. And this is a new show that Sean and I have been recording in secrecy for the past six weeks, I think. Uh, we dropped five episodes today. Wow. Um, so that show will be live on Sundays. You can watch us live. Patrons get it early. On both feeds. So you can you can support Sean on Patreon. You can support PSVG on Patreon. We don't care. It's cross-play. It's cross-buy. It's 
It's Game Pass, the Game Pass of podcasts. Cross save. <laughs> Cross save, yeah. It's all those things. We don't care where you support us, but if you support us, you can get early access to that show, and then it'll go out on Wednesdays. Um, Sweet Hangs, the elevator pitch. It's just me and Sean talking about stuff. It is somewhat video game flavor, but it doesn't have to be. I think in one of the episodes, we talked about a hot tub for 30 minutes. Good. So it's just me and Sean hanging out. So if you like me and Sean, we're, whatever we're talking about, if you want to submit topics, um, if you want a guest, I think the, the intent is to have guests. Um, so I'm sure a lot of PSVG will come through. Um, but we actually want to make it a, available, I think, for patrons to guest. So if you, if you want to be a patron member and you've got a good microphone, you want to jump on a show, we can do that as well. But uh, it is exactly what it's supposed to be. Sweet hangs. So. Sean Capri, for any of our listeners, is a really entertaining guy to listen to. You will love him. There you go. There was another show that was announced, but uh, I'll get out of the way and let Garrett talk about that one. Oh, yeah. I'm joining Ryan Turford on a new podcast uh, with Yumi and Capri, a uh, weekly podcast that called the RPG Cave. It's going to be all about our favorite genre, <laughs> RPGs. It's and of course, we're going to discuss... Um, we're going to discuss Atelier, you know, Donnie's favorite um, RPG franchise of all time. Probably one of the first few episodes. Gonna so be funny. Sean told me that uh, in confidence while we were recording one of the shows. So you can hear my live reaction to it. He's, <laughs> he's like, like, he's oh. like, so they're doing a show all about RPGs. Does that excite you, Donnie? I was like, absolutely not. That sounds like, awful. No, <laughs> shutting that off. Um, um, I'm glad Garrett, I can. You know what this means, right? What? You have to play Chrono Trigger. I have. Actually, that is true. That, that that is true. You can't be on an RPG like a podcast for an R- exactly. No, yeah. no, you're right. You're right. Um, Ryan has pretty much outbeat me in all like a lot of RPGs. I have a lot of gaps. That's in my everybody. History. That's not just you. That's the world. Yeah. So <laughs> Chrono Trigger is on the list, and I will need to beat it. Um, uh, that's definitely knocking that up in the priority list. But I'm I'm very that's- excited to start it up for sure. Um. Yeah. So. For everybody that supports us, you can get that stuff uh, as it starts to roll out um, by supporting us over at patreon.com slash PSVG, like our live on-air producers do. Michael Masick, Barry Cathcart, Edwin Callow, Stephen Keller, Nick Creature, RudeDays93, Ben Moxham, Rob Emanuel, Nick Fahalber, Paul Calicote, Kyle Iman, Grouchy Surge, Devin Tyus, Josh Barboni, RJ Kern, Horse Girl 69 nice. and our newest patron, Zachary Adams. Who joined the Patreon this week? Awesome! So he's our patron highlight of uh, of the episode tonight. So let's get into the show so we can move on and get into Indie World. Let's talk about what we're up to. Um, I'm not doing nearly as much as you guys, so I'll start. Um, I will say that I, I I forgot to mention that I played that Knockout City beta. Remember oh, a couple weeks yeah. ago I mentioned the, that the dodgeball thing. Uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the dodgeball game. That's like it's really fun actually. Cool. Um, it's is hard though. It's it's very Splatoon. It, it feels oh, yeah. like Splatoon because if you're on a Don't team that. that knows if you if, <laughs> if you're on a team that knows what you're doing, you can just beat down on the other team. Likewise, if you're on a team of people like just doing their own random things you're going to get slaughtered. Like I, I played oh. maybe five matches and it was a real difficult like playing. Cause you just felt like there were times where it felt like I was playing five on one. Um, it looks great. I played in portable. Like it's very colorful and cartoony and sharp and crisp. And I was like, this is, this is good. Actually. I don't know, you know, if they're going to sell it and all that, like how people will get to it. But if it was free to play, I would definitely recommend it to people. Cause I think it's fun. And it's different. It's not free to play. I think it, I, I always hoped it was, but I don't remember. I don't think it I is. I don't remember. I don't think so. This is an yeah, EA I don't think it play is game. Either. 
or yeah. EA original. Yeah. But uh, if it was, I think it would, it, it would, it would entice itself to some people because if you can get some friends to play, it's, it's good. I liked it quite a bit. It was, it was fun. Um, and then the other thing that I want to talk about, if you allow me to flex a little bit here is the thing that I talked about, or I posted some pictures of on Twitter. And that is my no more heroes switch has finally arrived. I've been waiting on this thing for months I and I'm actually having a blast with it. I have the dock, but I have yet to put it together yet. It's over here on the, on the desk. I'm going to do that tomorrow. Um, this thing is amazing. I got it customized um, by Captain Alex over on Etsy. You can guys go look him up and find it. And uh, there was a custom order. It took a couple months to get here, which, you know, it's a long wait, but patient, good things come to those who are patient. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's beautiful. And I cannot wait to play No More Heroes. And I was so happy to take all my pictures and, and share them out there with everybody. And then, um, you know, with the sales and everything that's been going on, as I open up my screen here, I I had bought way too many games this week. Stuff I'm not even planning on playing. I just bought it because it was cheap and I wanted to have it like on so my Switch. So many cheap games now. I bought Limbo, Inside, mm-hmm. Worms, WMD. Got that. Uh, we'll talk about Never Yield. Um, I got Ruiner, which is a half off. I got Fez, which we'll talk about. Like I bought so many games this week. Um, but there's one game that I bought last week because it was on sale. And it's Red Faction Remastered. Oh, that that game that game yeah. troy baker's in it have you guys did you guys ever play it no i didn't i've never played it either uh the port's really good on switch okay it looks cool. and runs like like one of the like bioshock does like like one of the better ports on i was actually quite impressed it's an open world game right you're driving around and mm-hmm. jumping around and uh, it's got all these demolition physics so you can basically like blow up all these buildings and scrap material that helps you get like bigger and better weapons. So you can go on missions, save people and all that. There's like this, uh, humans have settled on Mars, but then there's like this sinister occupation force on Mars. So it's like, mm. kind of like infamous, like you're trying to liberate the people. Sounds you know? like a B tier level game that, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Junk food. Yeah, it is. Go for it. But here's the thing on switch. It's pretty good. And I got good. it for $7 and I was actually quite amazed at like how much I was into it after like three hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, this is good. <laughs> I, I had no expectations that it would be, and I, I'm actually quite enjoying it. And I was very impressed that the Switch port is is rec- I would recommend it. It's good. You know, a lot of a lot of these ports from console, you know, like the games, you know, like you take a significant hit. Like I don't, I'm sure it's not as great as it is on Xbox, but like this is a very good way of playing the game. It's, it's very good. So I'm messing around with that um, until mm-hmm. Pokemon Snap comes out. So that's what I'm doing. What about you, Garrett? Uh, speaking of RPGs, I'm actually back into Persona Strikers. Um, I'm actually taking a break from Monster Hunter because what I've realized from Monster Hunter, and I think I just learned this now playing for a while, it's an evergreen game. You don't feel like you're missing much by missing a week of it. You don't feel like, you know, you need to finish a campaign or story. It's just an endless boss rush mode that you just get more equipment, more weapons whenever you want, really. And it doesn't matter how high a level or how high equipment your friends are with these monsters. It, it it doesn't matter. So I just decided to take a break this week from Monster Hunter. Uh, went back, back to Persona Strikers. I'm glad I did. I need to catch up and, and, and wrap that up. I'm 22 hours in. I defeated the third dungeon. Um, it It's the same repeat of kind of story over and over again, Donnie. It's like the first dungeon. It's like the second dungeon. It's like the third dungeon. It's like... <sighs> One boss, 
he they're they're a monarch uh I'm so glad I, 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 I bounced. <laughs> and you're say you're saving the monarch by exploiting their traumas sure. or something like that that and that's literally every time there is some cool little side stuff of the main storyline that seems okay but it's just so few far between yeah like if you don't like the game pl- oh, if you don't are not interested in like finishing up their requests and like the mechanics of it through like over and over again, then this game is probably not for you. I would describe it as it's, it's not essential. Yeah. It's, it's really non-essential. I'm really going through it just because I love these characters to death in yeah. persona five. And I wanted to see this story to the end. See yeah, what if you want more of that. That's a lot of motivation, but it's, it's not mm-hmm. essential to the, the overarching story. So if you've come from the anime or the game, like, this mm-hmm. is really optional. It's just optional bonus content if you want it. Yep. Totally. Um, so still doing that. Um, and actually, I got some games on my Switch. Uh, the Doom Classics. Uh, Doom 1, 2, 3, and 64. I, I did not get the new ones. Just the classic ones. Um, and I'm playing Doom. The, the first one. I never played it before. I didn't know what to expect. I, I mean, I've seen YouTube videos of it before. Sure. Clips. But I'm like, oh, okay, this is a t- hold up. It's interesting. I mean, <laughs> I think it's fine playing it for what it is. Like, I know what I'm getting into, but it's like, oh, this is a aged game. Yeah, which ones? Which ones did you get again? All of them? I get. I got Doom one, two, and three, and sixty four. Yeah, the- play sixty four. I heard that one's really good. Sixty four on Switch is good. Okay, sounds good. And it's all horizontal alignment and not yeah. vertical. It's so oh. weird. I'm like shooting a guy. It's like, this guy's like 30 feet above me, but he's still <laughs> dying. Get Duke Nukem too. Get Duke Nukem as well. <laughs> sounds good. Um, I'm stuck on this level in Doom Classic where I have to like go back to get a shotgun and then shoot these guys right in front of me. And then the whole floor is lava. And so you have to sprint across platforms and it's the most janky way to skip across platforms. But it's cool to see all the little secrets in there that they made. And it's just the time when, when they made it, it's, oh, yeah. it's actually kind of, you know, uh, like in, intelligent at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Uh, you can, so Doom just oozes that like stereotypical. You almost like see the guys in their basement being like, you know, it'd be so freaking cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> right? Exactly. I was like, I totally can be in my parents' basement just eating pizza and just playing this game nonstop. Yeah. What if there was like like a lake of lava? <laughs> <laughs> the floor is literally lava. You could get a lava suit yeah. twice. To shotgun and just blow them in the face. Yeah. It is just that. It is so much that. And that's why people so probably love Probably real conversations that happened. <laughs> game design. It was a business meeting. Yeah. <laughs> definitely interesting um so i'm having a good time with it oh i'll probably wrap it up and and go to the next ones definitely to doom 64 but yeah um next thing i just really quickly i did get the book um ask iwata mine still hasn't shown up oh really i ordered mine um the day it came out and got it the next day (laughs) mine still has not here (laughs) they're like it's delayed i think it'll be here saturday did you start reading it garrett yes i i've read the first chapter of it. I haven't yet. Um, it's just really like early life of Iwata. And, I've like, seen some screenshots of some quotes floating mm-hmm. around on Twitter that I'm not sure if they're real. Oh. <laughs> like I, I didn't retweet them because they seemed odd, like unbelievable. 
Like I was like, mm-hmm. that's not something he would have said, but there, I'm not he sure. has a famous quote in front of the book where he's like, "Hey, I'm a businessman in mind, but at heart, I'm that's a gamer." Oh yeah, that's the yeah, yeah that's yeah. the famous E3 address. These are like some other things. So yeah, so what Askewada is is um, kind of just like a isn't it a collection of information from mm-hmm. a certain website of like all these interviews he he's done. Um, into one book so he it's not him intentionally writing a biography but it is just living on with his memory like it's okay. like little anecdotes and stories yeah. and stuff for people about him yeah it's advertises mm-hmm. words of wisdom and it feels like it's exactly that it's little snippets mm-hmm. of his mm-hmm. perspective here and there throughout this his is career completely unrelated to this but there's a uh, a golf teacher um who taught Ben Hogan, and he wrote a book just like this, actually, that I read in high school. Mm. And it's one of my favorite books ever. And it is literally like a collection of like 400 like little golf tips, like one mm. sentence golf tips. Like one of them was, don't ever try to teach your wife how to play golf. He's like, it'll absolutely end in divorce. He's like, always pay for lessons. And it's like just little stuff like that. And it is some of the, and it, it's, it sounds dumb because it's not like a book, right? It's not like a novel or a story, but it's actually those little simple things that are so memorable that you'll keep with you. I still know, I don't, I don't even play golf anymore. And I still could, I could probably regurgitate 20 of those to you. Um, they kind of stick with you. So I'm very excited. I want to read it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I proved this thing like a year ago. Oh, it yeah. makes me it so too. damn angry, Rebecca. It's like, I already got it. That's I'm like, what? So funny. I, I ordered it on release day. <laughs> I forgot I pre-ordered. I almost pre-ordered it twice. <laughs> I think a lot of people are in your position, too. Like, a lot of people. So How did got I back get ordered. mine then? That's so weird. Uh, not sure. Shipping, logistics. Anyways, <laughs> the first chapter is about, uh, it's just a biography of him and just how yeah. he came to be in Nintendo. It was really fascinating, so. Uh, yeah, I've been starting to read that book. Hopefully, I'll be done pretty soon. I, I go through books pretty fast. So, um, and then I got the Magnamalo amiibo from Elaine. Thank you, Elaine, so much. Um, that amiibo is pretty hard to get. Wait, is, which, what is what is? Oh, that? That, that's the uh, monster, the the flagship monster in Monster Hunter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is so, it like big or is it still just an amiibo? No, it's it's pretty. Uh, sorry, I didn't. Is it like it Guardian up, but, big? Yeah, I nice. Think so. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It goes like off of the the little platform. Yeah, it's a, it's bigger than the standard amiibo for nice. sure, and it, it looks really cool. Yeah. So, thank cool. you, Elaine, so much for having an extra one. It's <laughs> cool. That. Uh, and that's pretty much it. What are you, Bex? You guys are up to really cool things. All I've been doing all week, and it's been a <laughs> busy week for me anyway. Mm-hmm. I've just been playing Pac Man ninety nine in There's every like with that. free nothing moment that, that I get. I played it two nights ago, so and I couldn't quick. crack fifty, and I was like, "I'm done. I'm out." Donnie, I have I'm up to nine wins, and I um, that's pretty good. Feel get like good. I get figured good. out the strategy because like the first like five days that it was out, I only had two wins, and like I've gotten the rest of my wins within like the past two days. Um, so I feel like I've really, <laughs> really figured out the strategy. Just cornered the market. And it kind of exactly. depends on what time you play too. Like if you play it, this is so stereotypical. She's waking up like at three in the morning. She's peak hours <laughs> for Japanese players who are like really good at the game. Like right. you're not, you're gonna have a much harder time. But like if you play like when Japan is asleep, like you have a much better chance. <laughs> So play and they're, good. The they're so good because usually when I lose, it's two 
like people with with Japanese names. Yeah, I played the. I played the. I, I don't pay attention to. It. I don't even think I even look. I just skip to the next match. But I, I played the other night. Uh, I think it was about eight o'clock at night, and I was just playing, and it was getting worked. I couldn't crack the top fifty. I was like, I'm done. I'm out. Oh my gosh. It's you got to figure out a strategy that works for you. I figured out like at first I was playing the first weekend. I was playing really aggressively, um, but I have decided to totally change my um, strategy and just really wait it out and um, not get the power pellets until the, like until the little ghosts are about to eat you, like really not use mm-hmm. any of your items until um, the very last second. Because if you use everything and need to eat a fruit, that's when the, like the next round advances and everything speeds up and like you get that's how I live. to you. So yeah. you, <laughs> you really want to, um, avoid like you want to take it slow and avoid getting to each next round Mm -hmm. because then by the time you're in the top 20 like you're on round like three and everybody else is on round like five or six and like you can clear the whole board and start attacking and like there's nothing on your board and you can just sit there (laughs) that's Um, interesting that's what i've been doing that's what i've been doing and i i got like two wins in a row twice um the new new jason lacy right here yeah, jason pro player oh <laughs> i'm i've never like i mean obviously i played pac-man but it's never really like captured me so i don't know why i'm so into this um i think it's I very fun tetris 99 that much i'll probably get sick of it in a couple days um but it's like good for me right now because i haven't really had a lot of time to sit down and play anything this mm-hmm. week it's so easy to get into though yeah right yeah. like one match or five matches really it's like, like 10 really minutes matches and, yeah like 15 matches just two minutes. more matches <laughs> matches yeah <laughs> keep on going um honestly that's really mostly what i've been up to on stream i started a pokemon um nuzlocke i can't remember if i brought that up do you know what a nuzlocke mm-hmm. is yeah Nope. It's like nope. A, a you play a Pokemon game, but it's self-imposed special rules where, like, if a Pokemon faints, it's dead. You can't you use it so dark. ever again. Yeah. Yeah. You put it in a grave box. Um, <laughs> Is this like um, Fire Emblem, catch, the Pokemon game? Why are you, you doing this? You can only this? catch the first Basically. Pokemon that you find per route. Um, if you knock it out, you, you can't catch it. Um, yep. That route's dead. And then you have to nickname every Pokemon that you catch. So you're kind of forming a stronger bond um, with everything that you catch. And if something dies, this is the I Dark Souls version. No joke. I was just thinking, it's like it's Pokemon so bad that people have come up and made up their own game. Like this, this is has been, no, this has been around for a long time. <laughs> oh, I'm this sure. Has been around for so it's like the second gen yeah, or that, something. That doesn't surprise yeah, me at yeah. all. But um, I'm playing it on Emerald, which I played Ruby. I've never played Emerald before. Emerald's um, so good. Oh my yeah, gosh. yeah, it's one of my favorite gens anyway. Um, so I'm experiencing Emerald, and it's harder. I feel like it's a way because Pokemon doesn't really give you difficulty settings, and no. people complain that Pokemon is too easy. Yeah, um, yeah, it makes it's sense. Pretty easy. Um, so it's a, a way to, and it's hard. Like there's a lot you have to grind. I spent like an hour leveling up all my Pokemon before the first gym because they can knock you out and then you can you can and lose a nuzlocke you can lose fail all your <laughs> pokemon all of your pokemon are, are dead you can fail um so i'm doing that every monday evening on my stream nice um, mm-hmm. it'll probably it'll take a long time to get through i mean it'll probably take me the whole summer to get through that oh wow yeah if i'm only playing long. once a week because i got gotcha. you um, it's it's slower than a normal pokemon playthrough i guess because you're spending a lot of time grinding mm-hmm Oh, it's one of the rules uh you can't evolve your pokemon 
there's different variations. So some mm-hmm. people will will make harder rules, like you can only visit Pokemon centers every so often. Some people say you can't visit Pokemon centers at all. You can only use potions. Like there's wow. different variations. I'm sure that there's, there's so some where you can't evolve yeah. or like yeah, people people make all sorts of rules. And so the reason why I did this is I've seen other people <laughs> doing mm-hmm. Nuzlocks. My friend Mary and my friend Elias they did Nuzlocks on stream, and it was it was fun to watch. Um, make it interactive like my viewers can name the pokemon and stuff so cool oh, that's cool yeah that's so you're playing it like yeah it feels like you're playing it with people yeah that's cool people get invested <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you name the pokemon donnie it and dies. Then they die. like, no! they die. it's the one cubone sorry you can't get oh, that cubone no! anymore <laughs> <laughs> um okay this week in nintendo obviously we had the indie world but before we do there was yeah. a previous announcement that's already been kind of forgotten. There is a new Nintendo Switch Lite coming. The new blue. <laughs> blue. blue. There was a big argument about what color that was. <laughs> it's it's kind of blue. It's kind of purple. <laughs> it depends on exactly purple. the light and how you're holding it and all that. But yeah, it's coming to the U.S. May 21st, the same date as Metopia. Yeah, everyone's excited for that one, huh? Yeah, Nintendo really wants you to remember that Miitopia is coming for $60. You can buy and play Miitopia. Just every time they what tweet. A, what a waste of time and resources. <laughs> a thousand percent. <laughs> so many but other the, games. Uh, the Switch looks hot. I love it. Yeah, I love that good. color. Nice. Mm-hmm. I want I it. Folks, it was that a little Game more purple, Cube, but... Yeah. I like the Indigo. It's, it reminds me of the um, Game Boy Advance. Yeah, that's a better that's yeah, it, the yeah. Game Boy Advance. Yeah, it, it is kind of. It's really close to that one. And the white mm-hmm. buttons, right? Yeah, I think they're like they're gray. Are they white? Gray. white. Yeah, yeah. Gray? I thought they were white. Hmm. Something like that. Gray. They're nice. not black. They're, pr- they're probably gray. It's a nice look. It's a real nice look. It's very good. And then uh, we got an Indie World drop, which uh, for me, I'll just say at the top, was a pleasant surprise because I am. I'm dying to buy something like I'm over here. Just like I need a new game to buy and play like as soon as possible. Um, it's not that I mind replaying stuff. I often mm-hmm. replay stuff. I just feel like I've been replaying games for two months. Oh gosh. <laughs> it's just like, a, I need to buy a new video game. Um, so I was really excited to see the indie drop come. So let's kick it off at the top with the game that opened the show, which was road 96. This comes from Digix Art and is a narrative-focused game with a mix of adventure, exploration, and puzzle solving. Um, it's a procedural-based story with thousands of potential paths to take. It's an interesting look. Reminded mm-hmm. me of kind of like a Firewatch type of thing. Yeah, for sure, um, Firewatch. So I'm I'm totally in on this one. It comes out later this year, and uh, this was definite like a one. I mean, you guys know me, how I usually grade these things. Mm-hmm. It's how many games do I want to buy from the marketing commercial, right? So, well, I'll keep a, a, a good track here as we go through them all. That's one. It's one for me. It's one game that I'm definitely going to buy and play. What do you guys think? Mm, I, I'm waiting on it. I yeah. think about it, but it's not like I need to buy this day one. Mm, okay. S- same deal. I just feel like with the procedurally de- generated, it's not going to be a well-crafted narrative design. Yep. So it's going to be the Red Lantern all over again. And I thought I had the same thought as you uh, had, Donnie, with the Red Lantern and how much we got burned by that. Yep. And it has that same kind of look and feel where yep. we're imagining this scenario. What mm-hmm. it to be granted, be. they showed a lot more in this one trailer I than the Red know, Lantern has in its entire thousand, game. Thousand percent. <laughs> <laughs> 
they show different settings and different dialogue and story. I was like, oh yeah. I'm looking forward to hear people's different stories in this game because it looks yeah. like mm-hmm. it should be completely different. Yep. So cool. Um, the next one on our list, and this is the list comes directly from um, Nintendo PR. So this isn't in order as it was shown. Oxen Free 2 Lost Signals oh shown uh, from Night School Studio, and it comes out later this year, 2021. They say, let's go ahead and put that on everything. They say 2021. Um, surprise of the show. The one last thing we've got one last thing to, and they, and I think they, I saw a lot of people. Usually when I watch these things, I have Twitter pulled up and I've got the chat pulled up and there were a lot of people that thought that was it. Well, they, they waited until the yeah, last. It was like second. a good like, bit, didn't they? Really, and I good. feel like a lot of people probably <laughs> X'd out because <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, I kind of love it. Really could have ended it. That's amazing. Um, yeah, because they were like, yeah, and that's it. That's all the news going. we've got for the day. Yeah. And then they like paused. There was a there was like a two or three second pause before they yeah. said, actually, one yeah. more thing. So I feel like the the viewer count on that live stream dropped by like twenty five percent at least. That's like a this- Marvel after credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, everybody thought it was going to be Silk Song, right? Did they? I don't know. Okay. All right, I let, thought it was going to be Silk hang on Song. I don't want to bury this, so let's get this out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Going into the show, I didn't think that we'd see Sports Story of Silk Song. I sat in the Discord. I just yeah. felt like... I it felt like it was... I mean, it's so weird because I can flip-flop and go back and forth. It's just like the the timing... Like mm-hmm. the no build, the lead into it, the fact that it was just Indie World. Like, I just wasn't really feeling like mm-hmm. they're not going to do that now. It was so out of the blue. As like well. on a day's notice, you know, like yeah. maybe if they were like, hey, we have an Indie show next week yeah. or something like to like build it up. But like, mm-hmm. I just, I wasn't, I don't know, for whatever reason, it just, I didn't feel like that was a thing. And I know that the internet mm-hmm. has been going and going well, and going I, that's about that. The narrative that I saw that like yeah. people were like, Silk Song, Silk Song, so like for the one more thing. Yeah. Yeah, the way Nintendo like advertised this too was this is the fresh and new indie games. I'm like, yeah. okay, these are going to be brand new games that like we haven't really heard of. They typically don't show two things in the same in the next like indie direct. They don't mm-hmm. show something that they've really shown. A lot of times with the indie stuff, um, it was actually I brought this up to Chris in the chat, and he was talking about we were talking about like we always do when we get indie games. We've got all these games that we want to know when we're getting dates for. I think there's like twelve of them on my wish list alone. They have no dates. And I was like, but here's the thing with the Nindy directs, they typically don't date stuff. Like that's not what they do with it. Mm. They mm-hmm. usually don't provide updates. We usually get those secondhand and tweets and stuff. Um, and, and this is just my, my takeaway from watching these. I could be completely wrong. I don't know. I haven't gone and checked the math, but I feel like with the Nindy's directs, they are typically always announcements. There are new games that we're going to show you, even though we're still waiting on Maneko's Night Market from like two oh, years ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like we've got a bunch of these games we've been waiting on forever, but that's not typically what they, and they do sometimes, right? They'll have one or two, but typically when they do these Nindy showcases, it's here's a new game, here are new games, mm-hmm. here are new games. So I, I just didn't expect that we'd see updates for games that we've been waiting on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Anyway, I freaked out when yeah i, I did too it. i lost I my mind it when it did the immediately what it was when it did yeah. the chromatic stuff i was like triangle <gasps> <laughs> um oxen free i after i played life is strange i for a long time was just seeking out any game that made me feel the way that i felt after i played life is strange and that one came up a lot oxen free so i played that mm-hmm. shortly after i played life is strange for the first time and um 
it didn't it wasn't exactly like life is strange for me but i really liked it for what it was it really hit kind of that creepy kind yeah. of thing but like still with the decision like the choices and the choices matter type stranger thing. things-esque um, yeah, yeah yeah very stranger things-esque um so i'm very excited for that um accent free is a good game and it's short um it's usually on sale for five dollars for people who um haven't played it yet um, so I'm very excited. Um, I don't remember any of these characters that they were talking about in it. I don't know if they're supposed to be from the from the first game. I'm gonna have to go back and replay it. That was yeah, that was my takeaway too. Um, I haven't played it in it's been so long. Three years? Yeah. It's been a while. But it was mm-hmm. definitely a highlight indie for me. Played it on Game Pass, bought it on Switch. And uh, yeah, it was my takeaway. I was like, I'm gonna have to replay that game. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this. So this one this one not just like jumps up like my indie rank. Like this one now jumps onto like, you know, Garrett knows I was counting up all the games that I'm planning on buying this year. Like if all the dates hold and there's like 35, <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> now it's like 36 oxen free hits that list. Yeah. You know. You're ready to go. It's yeah. a good Halloween game too, but no, I hope that's when it drops. Halloween. Yeah. That'd be a great time for it to drop right before Halloween. Mm-hmm. need to play the first one. Yeah. We all do. You'll yeah. like Just it. Replay it's, it. Um, I mean, it's easy. Like it's, it's not a hard game. It's kind of more <laughs> yeah. an experience type of thing. Got it on Epic. They do have like puzzles. You know, like find yeah. the thing and walk back to the they're other not screen. Hard. They're not no, hard. they're not. They're pretty simple. Cool. Um, the next one. So uh, actually, keeping count. That's yeah. two. That's two. <laughs> that's first. two. Um, Ollie Ollie World from Roll Seven is coming out, and this is the. Uh, you guys ever play Ollie Ollie? Oh, I love Ollie Ollie. Yeah, 3DS, Wii, Vita. It's Vita. like this. Yeah, yeah, it was like this endless runner skate game that would do like combos and you get scores mm-hmm. and you could grind. No, endless runner is not right. It's like it would just it's, it's auto just a 2D go. side scroller yeah. and yeah. you just go. Yeah, yeah, but it would just go and you you do all the stuff and it's like if you're really into skating and stuff like that, it was a really great and like I got this on 3DS and on 3DS it felt like a standout indie game at yeah. the time, which kind of dates how long ago that was. Um, but I'm all for this one. And this one, you know, obviously bigger, better, grander version of that. Way I was like, this yeah. looks dope. So for me, that's three. We're three for three so far uh, on this list. I I'll was definitely like, get this game. It's yeah. I love Ollie Ollie, man. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um supposed to be out this winter. So again, this year I I'm never going to say that for any game. I'm never going to say that confidently. It's always going to be like, this <laughs> year, maybe. I don't know. Um, Annapurna, at, Annapurna Interactive had a little yeah. drop. This is the exact same drop that dropped in the Xbox showcase um, yeah. the week before with uh, Hindsight and Last Stop. These are both kind of like those, um, I'll call them like, you know, emotional story-based games, mm-hmm. um, puzzle-based elements. Hindsight, I thought, looked pretty cool. It's got a... Um, person who like remembers uh things about their past their family through objects and it kind of had like this cool like art style that kept fading in and out of each other and then last stop is like the sci-fi adventure we have all these different stories that kind of weave together i know elaine is actually really interested in that one last stop looks weird i'm tempted to get one of them i'm i these are probably not something i'm gonna buy like right away it's a wait till review and sale type of games for me the longing is a game that i want to know part of (laughs) I don't even oh, oh this, that one. <laughs> this one was a weird one. Yeah. So oh. let me read this. Uh, as a main character, Shade, you must wait 
400 days for your king to awaken. While waiting, you can explore caves, complete time-based puzzles, collect items, and start your countdown clock now as the longing launches on Nintendo Switch later today. They no. specified what 400 days means. It's literally 400 days, right? No. In real time. Yeah, real time. <laughs> I was like, absolutely not. I know. Oh, yeah, no, it's literally 400 <laughs> days. <laughs> That is one. I, I, that was. It was almost people like a. Couldn't even like the people are are still working on that for Animal Crossing. <laughs> like, it was like a mood weird. breaker for the entire show when they got to this. I was like, what? Why? <laughs> Four hundred like days. Why? Edgy. They're trying to do something. I like the like. Here's the thing. I like the art style. It's just really the, and and it seems slow. The character is just the, the slowest thing ever going side scroll. And he's so emotionless. Exactly. Yeah. It didn't look fun at all. <laughs> it look fun. I love That's that feedback. That's what people it, are going to do. They're going to turn on the game and look for whole fun. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're not. Um, that was a definite low light for me. Sorry to the longing devs as they listen to the show but like there's nothing <laughs> nothing going on that i wanted to edit this is weird like, man i'm wondering if the trailer just sold it very badly like i wonder if it's not yeah because even the animations like, like it looked slow and yeah. plotting and i was just like he was going through water and he was just doing nothing to his face <laughs> go and do a task <laughs> the eyes are open when he went underwater and then oh, you do boy. another task <laughs> i mean this is a real role-playing game here <laughs> this is <laughs> Trust me, I ain't touching this with a plant football here. Um, the next game up, I'm actually excited about Aerial Knights Never Yield. It was also in the Xbox Showcase. Um, oh, yeah. This game is a, is a runner game, and it's so funny because they're like, it's not your typical runner game, but like the immediate elevator pitches. If you've ever played Runner, the actual franchise Runner, like Runner 3, Bit Trip Aliens Runner, it is that. It's Runner, except this is very like, um, it's this, uh, what do they call it? I should probably look at it. Parkour. Yeah, Tokyo-style Detroit. There's this very flashy, cool, high-contrast type of um, setting and environment. And uh, there's a demo out. You can play on the eShop. I downloaded it. But I actually played the demo two weeks ago because um, it was out on Steam when they showcased oh, it at cool. the Xbox show. So I've actually already played it, and the demo is great. It is like Runner. Like You'll have obstacles that you can either jump over or roll out of the way of or slide underneath. Um, so you get that kind of stuff. And, yeah, you just kind of run. And as they kind of tell, like, you know, like a an environmental puzzle, you know, kind of like an mm -hmm. atmospheric puzzle to kind of give you kind of a little story. But, um, yeah, you just kind of run and jump out of the way and stuff like that. It's great. Um, I really like runner games. So mm -hmm. I w that's why I wanted to play the demo. And uh, once I played the demo, I was like, absolutely. I didn't know it was coming to Switch. So now I'm in between, do I buy it on Switch or do I buy it on Xbox? And that will be determined by how much I enjoy this demo, because I'm going to play the demo again and see how it runs on Switch. But if it runs on Switch, then I plan to play it there. Sounds good. So that's four. Fez. Fez. Phil. Was it Phil Fish? Right? Yeah, Phil What's Fish. Phil that's Fish. That's his name. Phil Fish's Fez finally drops the Switch. Ooh. This is something I was calling for when the Switch released. I was like, oh, man, we should get Fez on Switch. And I never thought it was going to happen. To be quite honest with you, I never thought we were going to hear from this again. Yeah, me and, too. And uh, they just dropped it. And you remember, Garrett, you were in the Discord with me. We were watching it live. Yeah. Like, I kind of lost my mind. I like all caps. You, you like, were excited. Because it was buried in the sizzle reel. I was like, was that Fez? Because <laughs> like, I, I saw the world flash through. I was like, and there was a minute there where I was like, it couldn't have been Fez. It had to be a different indie game. <laughs> 
This is the weirdest. Has the weirdest story behind it, and it's a I game don't that came out like anything about Fez. I feel oh, like everybody knows about okay. Fez except for me. Okay, so first bit of homework: watch Indie Game the movie. That's a good movie, actually. I like because it. it's detailed. Phil Fish's like Fez story is detailed in there, and you see him as he makes the game and he goes to conferences and all that. Fez is a really great indie it's puzzle great game. game. It's a great game. Phil is not a great person. <laughs> no, nah, he's a jerk. <laughs> he's a jerk. And there's a lot of people that don't want to support. And like, didn't he sell the game? Like, this isn't from him per se. It's from the no, people, like the publisher that owns it, right? Yeah, he left yeah. the industry. Yeah, so there's all these people that are like, I don't want to support him. It's like, well, you're really not. But that aside, like, I, this is just a personal thing. Like, I usually have a clear delineation from like, I'll enjoy art or products from people regardless of kind of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I actually, there's a lot of times I don't even really want to know what they're doing because <laughs> it may ruin like one of my favorite movies or something. Like just, I just want to be in bliss. Just leave me ignorant. I don't want to know anything. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Phil fish. He's a jerk, but he's not like, an, he's not yeah, a he evil guy. Do anything wrong. He's just, yeah. yeah like yeah. he, he announced Fez too. And I don't remember the whole story, but he announced oh, he Fez too. emotional. Yeah. And then like people, I don't know, like he went viral or something and people started getting really angry. I think Polygon did a article or something on it. I think he answered a question in an interview that was fell off to like the whole community. And of course yeah. the whole internet amplified. It went viral and hated on him. So he was like, yeah. screw it. I'm done. I'm not making games anymore. He, got, he just pulled like the plug. questionable views or yeah. like something like, like that racist or homophobic yeah no 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 not not that evil it's not like that don't get me wrong it's not it's not fox news or anything over there (laughs) that's that's a different story (laughs) that's that's a whole separate ball game like he's just kind of an (laughs) a-hole that's pretty much it yeah he's just kind of an a-hole live with that so um yeah but but i always like the game right so this is a great game yeah i i I, I already bought it i bought it it's five. Mm-hmm. I already bought it. I was five <laughs> it. So it's a uh, fifteen dollars. If you've never played it, it's super fun. Um, if you're into like little indie puzzle games, and if you've never watched indie game the movie, do so. It's worth it. Okay, it's a good movie. So, it's not just him either, Rebecca. The last I actually time you think told you'd me to love watch it. a movie. I had to sit through um, Scott Pilgrim. Don't say I had to sit through Scott to. Pilgrim. What in the hell? You enjoyed Scott Pilgrim, <laughs> dang it! I Re- didn't enjoy Rebecca, Scott. Rebecca, indie game the movie you would actually enjoy. You said that about Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, but these are different. These are about video games. This you is actually a, this is a documentary. Yeah, you, you oh. get the guy that made Braid and The Witness, and like you get that's, to see like true. kind of how they're making. And it's like, uh, what's the other one? Okay, um, I would probably like Super that. Meat Boy, right? Super Meat Boy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah so you get to kind of see indie devs not just making the games or exploring it, but like how they live at home and stuff. I would like that. Yeah, the original cool. indie sounds better than Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. You get to. It's not better than Scott Pilgrim. You get to see. <laughs> You get to see uh, them go to like conferences and like how they're trying to market their game and stuff like that. And it's kind of like the plight of being an indie dev. They went through so much struggle back in the day. Yeah. Ooh. And then you see like Super Meat Boy take off when it launches and you yeah. get to see like the upside the, of the something success. like that. Yeah. You're like, wow. Yeah. It's cool. It's a really good movie. Um, Aztec Forgotten Gods from Lienzo. If you're looking for a grand adventure inspired by Aztec mythology, look no further than Aztec Forgotten Gods from Mexican studio Lienzo. Gain powerful arm upgrades, traverse different areas with advanced Mesoamerican metropolis, and encounter all sorts of characters and uncover ancient secrets. Comes out this fall. I thought the trailer for this was very impressive. I also 
almost instantly remembered like five other games just like this that I've been kind of yeah. burned on. And I yeah. was like, mm, we'll see. That's a wait and see for me. I don't me, remember but that one. Which one's that one? It's kind of impressive. Like? It's pretty good. Okay. It looked cool. Yeah, it looked good. But uh, I'll, I'll be waiting to see how that goes. I really like when during the indie directs when they kind of showcase the developers and shows kind of like who they are, where they're from, their mm-hmm. stories. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. It gives them a voice and it kind of makes you care about the project a little bit more. I agree with you. I think it's interesting because uh, Inside Xbox has been doing it for a very long time and a lot of people don't like it. But really? to be to be fair, Inside Xbox is like two hours long and oh, this was go, like 25 so minutes. Long, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I do. I, I agree with you. I like it as well. I, I love the fact that it's it shows like a diversity, mm-hmm. like in the indie games, and, and like you. And it's kind of like this. I almost wish there was like an animation, like um, like Street Fighter, where you see like the plane goes like, you know, because like you do, you hop from like yeah. France to you know to yeah, Mexico was- to Japan. Mm-hmm. It's like this is cool. Like I, mm-hmm. I feel like it would make that message even more clear if they had like a little transition a screen somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like, like that. There is no game wrong dimensioned from Draw Me a Pixel. Despite its title, it, this is really a game. Um, it's a point and click comedy adventure filled with riddles and puzzles. I put this on my wish list. I so, really got excited about this. I'm going to yeah? play it really? this weekend. Yeah. I don't know what about this really caught my It's attention. adorable. I had all these like really little mini games and stuff. How much is it? I think it's 15 bucks. Okay. I'm going to get it this weekend. So okay. that's like four and a half because i was like i'm not gonna buy it right now but if rebecca comes on the yeah. show and she's like i'm having a blast then i'm yeah, totally this gonna looks buy like it. my type of thing i like things like this it's dumb <laughs> it was yeah. dumb video game kind of reminds me of like a single player jackbox party pack like yeah. that was kind of yeah. my yeah. my impression of it when i saw it it reminds me of like warrior like, where right like yeah, a little just a bit. bunch yeah, of little yeah, mini yeah. games Cause, yeah yeah because there was the, the mini games like one of the things looked zelda like like a top-down zelda yeah, one yeah. Of them was one like galga thing. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's like yeah. a little like scrabble puddle or whatever i want to check this out mm-hmm. cool very good um the next one that came up teenage mutant ninja turtles shredders revenge they did a whole thing about that it's the classic arcade beat-em-up game it's coming mm-hmm. it's being published by dotemu who did streets of rage um, so we've seen this one a few times already, so this wasn't really a surprise, but it's really cool. They did announce that it's coming later this year. I think it was the first time they've put any date on it. I'm not sure if they thought it was later this year before. Just kind of said it'll be out soon. Um, so coming later this year, cool. that's another one for me. That's I'm five. I'm interested in this one. I probably won't get this one. Oh, no, I'm not Garrett. into these, man. To I beat them up, turtles in time. Yeah, for beat the first time like... last year, and I loved it. And this mm-hmm. basically is just the same thing as Turtles in Time. It looks Mike like. Minotti with uh, Jeff Grubb on his podcast pitched an idea for Nintendo to make a Mario Bros. beat 'em up, like in the style <laughs> Streets of Rage, except it's Mario and Luigi. And I was like, that is amazing. How have we not there done we this yet? And there I definitely go. want it to be like old art like i would definitely want it to be like you know like mario 2 or something like like make it i was thinking like mario luigi dream team type of pixel art yeah yeah um so i'm totally totally on board with getting this bmox writes in which ninja turtle best represents you and your favorite topping on pizza i mean for obvious reasons i always went donatello so purple's my favorite color his name's Mm -hmm. donnie makes sense right. my uh my pizza topping of choice is pepperoni i have a uh unhealthy relationship when it comes to the love that i have for pepperoni <laughs> mm. 
I'll eat pepperoni raw, like right out of the bag. There you I go. don't know any of the turtles that well, like personality wise. I've never watched it or played it or did anything like wow. that growing up. So I really don't know. The, the it feels hurtful. Well. I don't know why, but for but, whatever reason, like the look. I, I vibe with you, Rebecca. It was a boy Rebecca. cartoon. I did not watch Ninja Turtles. I'm um, almost offended. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, but I, I do don't like know why. Them. I do, I do like them. Like, I don't have anything against them. I like Raphael um, because my favorite color. It's a cool right one. That works. In favorite and costume. I like California pizza and Hawaiian pizza. Nice, cool. Uh, I'm gonna say Donatello as well, just because. Isn't he more like the, the kind one. of? He's the smart one. He's more inclusive. Like, like doesn't talk as much. So I was like, yeah, he kind of fits my personality. Um, and then my favorite topping is uh, jalapeno and pineapple. Nice. And For jalapeno the record, I don't pineapple. dislike the Ninja Turtles. I just didn't grow up watching it. I played Turtles <laughs> in time. I think they're cool. I they're embrace okay. the Turtles. Turtles are very cool animals. I like ninjas. <laughs> I like cool pizza. Animals. I think that the Ninja Turtles are cool. I like them. I don't know why everyone <laughs> thinks they say like, oh, yeah, I'm not not really that big of a Ninja Turtle fan. I'm like, why does Rebecca hate the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <sighs> For I'm every reaction, the there's an opposite clear. equal reaction. <sighs> You're just feeling it right now. Pineapple on pizza now, too. Um, I okay, eat, pineapple, pineapple on pizza is good. belongs on pizza. Yeah, pineapple I'm a, I'm a pineapple on pizza. on pizza fan myself. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We flagged this podcast. The Hawaiian pizza... That I have is uh, you got to do. I used to I used to work at pizza shop when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I was a general manager for Domino's for two years, so I used to always do Whoa. pineapple, ham, bacon, and then yeah. a light sprinkle of Parmesan cheese on top. Yeah, I can do yeah. that. Okay, throw that through the oven. That's that's how you that's how you make a, a Hawaiian. I would eat that. It's very good. Um, the next one that came up talking about a, a game that's been shown before and they got dated Chris tales, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. dated for July 20th. Garrett day one. I think that game is gorgeous. It's so cool. It looks so good. I'm never I played the play. demo a few months ago. It's, it's really good. <laughs> I'm never going to play. I'm never <laughs> going to play it. Like I see it. I'm just like, it looks so pretty. I want to play it. I um, have interest game. in this one. I'm trying to kind of avoid stuff about it because I want to go into it not knowing. Yeah. Anything. So like. I like the mechanic impulse for sure. Because of the time travel stuff. So I really don't. I like didn't really pay attention during the trailer. I'm not. I downloaded the demo, but I, I didn't play it because I don't mm-hmm. think I want to. I think I just want to go into it and play it. I think the one novelty about this game when I was playing it is that the time traveling thing actually incorporated into the battle system itself. Yeah. And I think it's really cool that it's just a little extra mechanic with it. So yeah. I'm I'm very excited for this game. Thanks. The next one was Getsu Fuma Den, Undying Moon. This was a uh oh it's a this is a roguelike hack and slash. Yeah. So this is something that I really like with something that I don't really like. So I don't know how to feel, Garrett. I don't know how something to feel about I like this. And something I really, really like. And you just <laughs> mash them together. Yeah. No, this is day one for me, too. It looks great. It looks really good. I like the combat of it. And the skills seems like it's like you're you're kind of like controlling the screen once you got a lot of power-ups and everything. It reminds me of uh, some MMOs, actually. So I'm, yep. I'm super down with it. Okay, let's see here. How many more do we have to go? 
I am going to be honest. Everything else, I don't have interest in. Okay, I've got a few interested. So let's let's highlight those. Who are the ones that you're interested? In? Um, or at least I want to say Skull, the Hero Slayer, looks I'm really cool. I'm interested in that too. Yeah. I don't. When I first saw it, I thought I think I thought Hollow Knight. I think games like that, and I was like, it's going to be too hard. I'm not going to play it. But it looks good. I'll try a demo if it's there. Art of Rally is an indie game that has a lot of really good reviews. I almost bought it today. And then I went and looked at some of those reviews and they were like, it takes their people were basically saying it was hard. You know, like how sometimes reviewers will like kind of beat around the bush. They're like easy to play hard to master. You know, it's like, you'll take a long time till you get the hang of it. It's like, I'll wait for a sale then, you know, mm, let's wait on that. Um, and then obviously at the very end down here, house of the dead remake, how dare they how dare they just bury this game in the back like What's that? I was so me? upset. I don't know what this game is. Look what they've done to Mike. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. I, I don't know what this I game is at all. You don't know what House of the Dead is? Like, no. is that you're being serious? I'm being serious. Oh, it's an um, it's a arcade light rails game. Oh, like okay. a light gun game from from the arcade. It was on Wii. Oh, okay. So I played it on Wii. Um, they had House of the Dead 2 and 3 and Overkill on Wii, and you could play with the Wiimote and stuff like that. So it's just an old zombie shooter that they are remastering. It was announced last year, and it basically went quiet, like dead quiet. Like, I thought it was canceled because they these are the people I want to say, and I may have this completely wrong. I think it's the same people that are doing the, the Panzer Dragoon remake that came out. Mm. I think it's the same people, and I think they're doing something else for Sega. I think they got another one of their like franchises that they're going to remaster. So I thought maybe this was shelved. So really excited to see it's coming back. They have screenshots up on their website. Look great. Um, I presume that you'll be able to play with the sticks and or the gyro. And then maybe if you want to, if you want to, I don't know how anybody would, but if you want to pull a Joy-Con off and like aim it at your TV and play like old school, I imagine maybe they'll let you. Um, but yeah, if you're just like, you know, duck hunt and stuff like that, if you're into that, like I'm kind of surprised neither of you have, I, I would be willing to bet money that at some point in your life you were probably in a room with a house, like with a house of the dead machine. Probably. Like if you'd seen the arcade machine, like maybe if you Google the arcade machine, you might be like, oh, I'll because like they were very prominent, like skating rings and bowling alleys. And like they're very like the style that they had and the guns and stuff like they stick out. Um, I think that's why most people, at least to me. Maybe I'm just speaking on my own thing, but I know to me, like, oh no, I played these. Thank oh you. Okay, that makes me feel good. That I makes me feel better. Dave and Busters. Yeah, so like Chuck E. Cheese and stuff like that. It's like House of the Dead. Every, there's one of these everywhere. Everybody's got one okay, of these machines. Yeah, I, probably, I remember I playing it with friends. Yeah, I love House of the Dead. You know, but horror movies, zombie stuff. I'm, it's all I'm good for that. So it's just more gory than anything. <laughs> so for anything, if you're keeping count, that's like roughly what six, seven and a half games. So. Talking, there was some love in the chat for Labyrinth City. Did you talk about that one? I didn't. Labyrinth City, Pierre the Maze Detective. Um, adapter from the children's book series, Labyrinth City, Pierre the Maze Detective takes you across incredibly detailed mazes to retrieve a powerful artifact. On your quest, you will interact with more than 500 items of characters. I don't remember this at all. I don't remember. Oh, this is the World's Waldo game. Oh, that's okay. Now, now I get it. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one, that one wasn't. Yeah, that's not. I'm, for not, me. I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. that it's style. a cool concept. I think it um, probably has its niche audience. Mm-hmm. Cool, very cool. So, um, as I said, wrapping up, I came away with several games that I wanted to buy. I bought one the day that it, that it happened. I put several on my wish list. To me, good job, Nintendo. Like that's that's what you tried to do in Mission Accomplished. What did you guys think about the show? I thought it was good. 
I think it's fine for what it was. I was not dissatisfied with it. Hollow Knight, are we riot? Yeah, I'm not one of those people. (laughs) I think, yeah, we kind of have a question related to thoughts about that, right? Um, Yeah, Kyle. You want to bring it up? Yep. Kyle says, uh, with popular indie games such as Cuphead, Hollow Knight, Silk Song, and Sports Story not featured in the Indie World Showcase yesterday, do you think these games have soared to the point where they can be qualified to be in future mainstream Nintendo Directs? Um, I don't I don't think they had to qualify. No. <laughs> I think I think when we saw Reggie, like with the Pokeball, with golf story behind him <laughs> in Hollow Knight, like on the TV, like I think they were already there. They're indie titles, but they're they're very mainstream. Like it's it's almost like we don't even think of them as indie titles sometimes because of how mainstream they are and how popular they are, and they definitely have a place in they're highlighted Nintendo Directs. Yeah, they're they're the mm-hmm. chosen ones. I feel like if you put that in an indie direct now, it's such a showstopper that you nobody's talking about anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they want to avoid that at this point. So the chat's talking about sports story. So let's let's talk about sports story for a little bit. Okay. I've said my, I, I think my piece on this, I, I would be at least a little concerned putting sports story out anywhere near Mario golf. Mm-hmm. I think because of the, the obvious, like the obvious overlays, they're both sports games, even though they're completely different, but they do share some subject matter and some interesting, I'd be afraid of Mario kind of overshadowing that. Whereas if you could give them some space, I think it would be better for, not for both, but definitely for sports story. So uh, I know a lot of people are expecting that E3, to me, like, if I was running sidebar games, I would want it out, like, today versus at E3, <laughs> like, yeah. as far out away as possible. So, to me, if I'm at Sports Story, knowing that Mario Golf is out with July, June, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't want Sports Story out, like... In the summer. Yeah, like, I'd wait till the fall. Yeah, yeah, wait till September. Or, I, or, I or next I spring. Say, I see it being September, October. I think that would be, be okay. Spring, though. Yeah. But I wouldn't be... I'm. I just will float this out now. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like next spring. <laughs> if they um, can survive till then, sure. But they, so I think I you're overestimating that. To be honest, I don't the, think the thing that gives me hesitation or pause is when they announce their delay. One of the things they didn't give us much, right? They give us a little screen and everything, but yeah. they did in their thing. They said we have a bunch of big ideas that we want to work into the game, and I was wondering, like, are they reworking something? Are like they going to like a grander, bigger vision than what we're expecting? Could be. And that just makes me think, like, maybe that's a little longer than we think it is. I, I want to be pleasantly surprised. If it's a $40 game, yeah. But I, I do think, I personally think it would be a marketing mistake to basically announce two golf-related mm-hmm. games in the same day. <laughs> like, that's going to, you know, Especially with crushing an sports story at that point, but I think. Then, yeah. I mean, Mario Golf already has a release date. It's, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get more, tra- we're going to get trailers leading up to it. It'll come out. And then I think sports story is kind of free to do its own thing at that point I don't I, and like you said if, if you were correct and it's sprint it's september or october i mean i think it's fine i think it's fine um but yeah i, I would definitely want some some space on either side of it mm-hmm. um so yeah but yeah maybe we'll see silks i think silk song is a very good guess for for e3 like oh, yeah. if you don't see the e3 then it's, then you maybe start being There's really worried weird about it like what's going on guys <laughs> <laughs> cuphead has always been quiet as well with their game and the too. DLC. So. The DLC. Because it's yeah. not just Nintendo they're waiting on. They're waiting on all platforms for the DLC. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that would make a lot of sense as well to kind of save that for a little bit. Um, 
Lowrel wants to know. What am I? I'm not reading the question. Rebecca, you read the questions. <laughs> Lowrel wants to know what's the best looking amiibo. I, I want to make the joke with my like my amiibo coins and be like, they all look the same. <laughs> Get out of here. This guy. Uh, this guy. Um, I really only collected the Zelda ones. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna have two answers. Um, I. That's a good one. Really? Oh, yeah. That that's a cool one. That is a cool one. I like. 8-bit I really Link. like the all of the what were they the 25th anniversary or 30th anniversary Zelda ones, but I like the Toon Link and Toon Zelda ones. Oh, a lot. I have the the little uh, what was it? The Link's Awakening Link. He's cool because he's shiny. He's adorable. Mm-hmm. He's a good one. Yeah, oh, that's, those are good um, ones. That one's the Smash one. There's there's another Wind Waker one. Um, oh, my favorite like non Zelda one. You like the one that's all like. Yeah, with yeah. the wand. <laughs> He's doing the dab for you. I like the um, the Minna and Wolf Link one. That's a good one. But my favorite non-Zelda one that I, I do not have this amiibo. Um, it's probably like ten million dollars on eBay right now. Is the Metroid, the little squishy Metroid one, where yeah. it's like oh, yeah. material. That's a good one. It's like broken open. I like that one a lot. Uh, I think the highest quality amiibos that I've seen personally are the newer Pokemon ones, like the new Squirtle and the new mm-hmm. Bulbasaur and stuff. They are like just really excellent. Whereas like the Link's Awakening one I like, but he's also kind of like in pieces. Like he's got seams and stuff that you can kind of see. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of t- just I didn't even get the game, but I love the amiibo. Does it, yeah, he's just, just have a, a great look. Guy. Yeah. Does I like the look. Pearl and Marina Splatoon ones too. Because they mm-hmm. have the little ink splashing up, and it looks really cool. Oh, that's cool. They did my man and Travis wrong. I should have a Travis Amiibo. Let me you tell know, you this this new Magnamala one. Yeah? That one, Pretty. I Googled it. It looks really cool. It looks I like freaking that dope. That's up there, I think, for nice. designs. That's Most really Most ferocious good. Amiibo. Nice. Like it. Um, West 3DP says, please fight over who is more pumped for new Pokemon Snap. I'm down. I'm down. There were new I'm, trailers this week. I'm not week watching for any of the trailers. Neither am I. That, see, and like, how terrible are we? We're like. <laughs> because there, I, I started to watch one and it showed, and I'm not going to say what exactly I saw for those who are like me and Donnie who are avoiding what looked to be a secret. <laughs> it looked like uh, they were leading yeah, a Pokemon see? towards something. See? And um, I don't want to know what Pokemon are in this game. I don't want to know what the secrets are. I want to, you know, be surprised and be like, oh, my God, a Pidgey. Like, I don't want to see it. Um, I saw that news all week long and I was like, nope, not going to click it. I don't want to see anything about it. I know you're excited for this game, but I will fight that I am the most excited. I'm not going to try to have that argument with you. (laughs) (laughs) I play this every year. I concede. What? Okay. I know a lot about Zelda games, but I don't think that there is a game that I know more about than this game. Uh, I do have a funny story about Pokemon Snap, though, that occurred last night. So Empire's audio was the best, and I had to stay up late, and I had to edit every local track. So I was up at like 2.30 in the morning. I'm hanging out with my boy Dev, that ninja Dev, and we're just sitting on chat together. And I'm like, dude, and we're talking about how I feel like right now, like I'm just not playing anything, right? I just, I want to play something. And he's like, so what's the next game you're getting? I'm like, oh, Pokemon Snap. And he's... What's Pokemon Snap? Exactly. It is I, so hard to explain this game. To I wish I recorded it. Because what it is, it's like, look, Dev, it's this game. It's like you're on rails. And here's what I told him. It's a photography game. It's and I told him, I was like, I was like, you remember like the first Jurassic Park? 
He's like, yeah. I was like, you remember they get in those cars like on the rail and they just go through the park and they see the dinosaurs? He's like, yeah. I was like, it's like that, but with Pokemon and you just take pictures of them. He's like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, That's I'm so excited for this game. Right <laughs> I saw people, it's an on-rails shooter with um, like hidden secret Pokemon. Like, yeah. it's it's more of an on-rail shooter game than a photography game. Like people are like, how do you have fun just taking pictures of Pokemon? You can go out and take pictures of real wildlife. Um, but Who wants to do that? Who wants to do that? <laughs> That's not a good argument at all. It's a terrible argument. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. It is an on-rail f- shooter. And I tried to tell him the fun system. part is the, the chaining of actions. It's the if, then, that you know, win effect. Mm-hmm. It's if I, and I, I was, you know, I'm, I'm playing it up for dev. I'm like, dude, man, you get apples. You could play a flute. He's like, what the, <laughs> I can just see. I'm like, dude, I'm just rolling around the flute boy, taking pictures of Pokemon. I was like, it's a sweet game. But he's like, bro, go back to Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> just go back to it. I get but, trashed every time I talk about this game with people. <laughs> yeah, but the fun part is, like, if I do this, what happens? Like, what what can I chain together out of this? What secret can mm-hmm. I uncover? That's the fun part. Mm-hmm. And uh, because that's the fun part, yeah, I don't want to know anything about this game at all. Yeah. Yeah. So they can, they can release 100 trailers. I'm not touching them. Um, so. Chat's bringing up the um, – they are bringing back the print photos. There's – in Japan, it, there's a store, Lawson's, I guess, um, where you can – uh, take oh wow! Your game and that's awesome. Upload and put your photos on it and print them out, just like in Blockbuster back in the day. You could take your game in and your save. What was it? Save cart and print out your. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was very cool. I never did it. It was so sad, but I did it. Yeah, um, yeah I wish I did. Maybe wasn't I don't that great? I you like I remember the my mine or at least the mine they were all black and white and stuff. I think. Really? I think so. Yeah. Maybe they were. Yeah. Uh, I did tell Dev, I was like, man, the thing is, like, instead of apples, like, just imagine if they were rocks and you get to, like, go around and you just throw rocks at Pokemon. Dev was like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just heard Pokemon everywhere. So I did read um, an interview. I didn't watch footage, but I read an interview of why they changed it from the, f- the pester balls to the fluff fruit. And they wanted to make it more humane. Apparently, they were looking back at the pester ball design that you would throw and, like, a cloud of smoke would appear and it's kind of yeah. bothering the pokemon and you think about doing that to an what's animal happening to this world anymore them. oh donnie come on pc it's culture insane. oh my god it's <laughs> half the people in the world from airborne illnesses was, you just gotta stop right now they're kind of combining the apple right and the pester ball and they're making it so that it doesn't bother the pokemon it, it um you can either have them eat it or you can throw it at them and it, it makes them glow it doesn't bother them we are in a post tiger nice. tiger tiger king world so I sense. thought it was a very nice interview. <laughs> it is. I'm just, there's a lot that you can throw. There's a lot of, no pun intended. <laughs> there's just a lot of jokes to be made here. <laughs> Treat animals with kindness is the moral of the story. Pete is coming after Pokemon. Now. Yeah, Pete is coming you after know, it's Pokemon. Like they're not even real. Coming they're not even Pokemon. real animals. No, you but capture they, animals they, and balls and you how make them How dare you do that to a Snorlax? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> like Rebecca <says. laughs> Guys, if you're not hanging out with us live, you're missing like half the show. <laughs> <laughs> As Pokemon Snap PETA approved. 
<laughs> They've been coming after Pokemon since the day Pokemon was created. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brainwashing Make kids. fight. Abuse. Um, so yes, um, I am very stoked. Yeah, Hashtag me too. Um, Ryan says, when will we hear a lane crossover like Forest Minish did on the Xbox Empire? When we're going to nerd out. Yeah. Man, With RPGs. Whenever Hunter. she wants to. I mean, yeah, that's on her. her. Like, if you want a lane on Shaq, you just tell her. She's an open invite to come join us. Um, I always tell her, I always joke when we talk after shows, she's like my immediate stand-in. So if a win, I can never make the show. It's just like, hey, Elaine, get over there. <laughs> yeah, she's I'm in down with that. People may not know she's a Nintendo fan, too. Oh, yeah. yeah she loves she's, all she's a Nintendo fan, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I very much enjoyed uh, last night agreeing with all of her opinions and not agreeing with any of Donnie's. Oh, <laughs> wow. you know, we should that have mentioned fun. that at the top of the show. It was very, very fun. <laughs> uh, our next question is about Game Pass. So we'll answer that and we'll call it a show tonight. But yeah. if you're interested in Game Pass and Nintendo and Xbox rumor stuff, yesterday's Xbox Empire was 90 minutes of that. Just me, Rebecca, and Elaine talking about can xbox and nintendo make game pass happen and the ramifications of that and what we think how it might look and the business opportunities we just speculate on it to our heart's content and we talk all about it so if you want to have a fun conversation like that you find on youtube you can download and subscribe to the xbox empire podcast and uh yeah it's good good nintendo xbox love i'm gonna lose my mind if that ever happens <laughs> spoilers i don't think that. ryan followed up with with all of these game pass on switch rumors could you see them making it available only on the switch pro so that we won't have to rely on streaming our internet as a way to play game pass games that was something we didn't really talk about yeah i thought about it actually after when i was editing the show i thought about it when you guys were talking about it. i was like i wonder if they would make it a switch pro only thing that i don't think there's really a reason to do that but that's never stopped nintendo before it is a reason to get people to upgrade well, I think the reason he's suggesting would be if the Switch Pro has um, like better, better Wi-Fi, internet. Yeah, better yeah. internet, like stronger Just connections yeah. so that you could do that. And sure. like you were talking about the cloud-based, the streaming aspect of playing the I game. I still think until I see otherwise, on Switch Pro. if they actually do bring Game Pass to Switch, I think it'll be streaming only. So... That would be nice. Would that be most capable on a Switch Pro? And would they? And that might honestly, we were talking about ways to incentivize it for Nintendo. Do you think more people would upgrade to the Switch Pro to get that? Like that would would move consoles. Mm -hmm. People who wouldn't necessarily upgrade might decide to do it a little bit sooner than they would, and that would be the money making aspect. They get Game Pass. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I was thinking that when I was editing the show, and yeah, I was thinking that because I think one thing I never thought about was what you said. You were talking about. Uh, make Game Pass exclusive to Nintendo Switch Online. You have to be a Nintendo Switch Online subscriber to do it. And I was like, that makes all the sense in the world. I actually mm-hmm. never thought about that. And then I thought, yeah, it does make sense if, but you need the Switch Pro to do it as well. And now you got to upgrade. And now you've I got those 80 million people, who, people trying to buy new Switches. And I think most people who got a Switch Pro probably has Switch Online. It's it's the people that are totally 100% sure. I think making an exclusive to Switch Pro, that's fine to do that. I still think like, all the games that are going to be on Switch with Game Pass, it's not going to be v- huge. It's going to be a very select group of games yeah. on the Switch. I, we, and- we disagreed with you completely. Really? <laughs> I think all three of us... Yeah, I, I think I don't think Xbox wants to do that. I think if, if Xbox wants to put Game Pass somewhere, they want all of Game Pass. They're not going to start making onesies and twosies versions of Game Pass for specific people. Like, you'll get it all or nothing. I think. Well, no, I don't think so. I don't okay. agree with that. I think 
Now, uh, again, to the Wi-Fi thing, if anybody's thinking that Game Pass can't stream games on the current Switch, we already do stream games on the current Switch. I don't think it would just be the hardware that would allow it to happen. I totally think Nintendo, that could just be a Nintendo way of kind of making the most out of it. <laughs> I, I, I very much could see Nintendo just holding it off because of that. So, good stuff. Um, yeah, so if you want to find out more Game Pass stuff about Switch and Xbox, definitely go check out the Xbox Empire. And uh, did you guys see, speaking of the Switch Pro before we leave, did you guys see that DLSS support was being baked into Unity? No. Uh, that, Unity, that's kind of cool, though. Unity put out a patch that DLS support will be available for all developers in Unity with two clicks out this fall. And I was like, hmm, mm. out this fall, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... Good timing, what Unity. What's happening this fall? That's a lot of games <laughs> that could yeah, have DLSS. It's so. a lot of Switch games that could have DLSS. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was, I thought that was noteworthy. Anyway, that's going to do it for us this week here in the Nintendo Shack. Thank you guys for hanging out with us so much. Hope you enjoyed our Indie World recap. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Um, until then, good night, Kooblings. Bye-bye.